Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're back for us. It's been, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. Uh, but it's Sarcasm Speaks. It's Jared and Bob here with you. Um, I have my moon brew now. I'll do the ad at the top of the show so you guys actually listen. Because uh, I'm convinced that no one actually listens to the shit at the end of the episode. Because uh, I usually turn it off at the end of the episode when there's like ads and thank you for all this shit. Uh, so yeah, if you guys uh, you guys want to sleep better, um, go to moonbrew.com. Use the promo code Jared16159. It's a dumb promo code, not the one that I wanted. But uh, you'll get 10% off uh, every single time you check out for your whole order over there. So again, Moon Brew, it's great stuff. Uh, I drink it uh, just about, I try to drink it every night. Sometimes I don't remember, um, but it's good. It's got all kinds of great uh, minerals and, and shit in it that's uh, really good for you and helps you sleep better. So I notoriously have horrible sleep. Uh, and when I drink this, I have decent sleep. So it helps me. If it helps me, it can certainly help you. So check it out. Uh, now that that is out of the way, let me see what we got going on here. I got an, uh, opening. I got an opening thought for today. All right. I like it. Lay it on me. So after 10 years of playing golf, you know, back to like getting, getting back into it after high school, uh, I made my first eagle. Whoa. Five weeks ago, Eastward Ho made my second eagle today. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hit a at 300. Sharon? Yep. Hit a 300 yard drive off uh, at Sharon. Had 182 to the pin, hit it to 18 feet, rolled it in. Fuck fucking, yeah. Fucking game's easy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people struggle so much. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. Rolled in a 25 footer, an 18 footer, probably missed a seven footer. <laughs> you know, hit the green from 182, like, you know, drew it in against the wind, let it take the slope, run up, up, up and around. But then, you know, from 48 yards, I fucking hit it to 42 feet on a different hole. I, I like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why people have such a tough time with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so now I've, now I've got two eagles in the last five weeks, which is the same amount I've had in the last 10 years. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'd say that's a solid average. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and it, was at, and, and it was at Sharon. Yeah, I think that makes it a little bit more impressive, right? Because Sharon uh, is such a pain in the dick. Um. Still gonna find a day where I can come remind myself how much I hate golf. That's <clears> true. Get over there. That is true. You've seemed way too optimistic about golf lately. <laughs> yeah. So I was good. I was gonna golf yesterday, um, but that was not happening after I slept for four and a half hours the night before. So uh, I did not golf yesterday. I might try and get out tomorrow, though. Um, another twilight, twilight round. So <clears throat> we'll see. I've become fond of those. 
all right. So let's see. I have to try and pull this up. But so recently, uh, I don't have exact numbers here yet, but recently um, it was announced that the United States had some faulty bookkeeping. Um, oh, no, I can't go that far back in Roca. Oh, that's a fucking pain in the dick. Because that was a, I read it from them. Uh, so I'm not going to be able to have exact numbers for you. Um, but the uh, United States bookkeeping uh, was a little bit off. There was a miscalculation um, in the amount of money that has been sent to the Ukraine. Ah. So um, not to worry, though because the exact amount was lower than was actually reported. So because of that, I know everyone is, um, you know, really concerned about that. You know, obviously they need more money. So the government has come out and said, oh, well, don't worry. This allows us to send even more money to the Ukraine. Um, Again, like I said, I don't have uh, I don't have exact numbers for you because I can't find it. But it was uh, I think it was from like last week or the week before. So <clears throat> whatever it was, I think they were maybe like three billion dollars short, like roughly. So whatever. So the way it worked out, the way I read it in the article was. The United States, what they do is all of this money that they come out and they say they're giving to Ukraine, um, most of it they're actually giving to Lockheed Martin and Boeing and General Dynamics and all of these, you know, the military industrial complex. Um, and then those companies develop new weaponry and they take all the old stuff and they send it to Ukraine. So like when, again, when the government comes out and goes, oh, we just sent another $42 million to Ukraine. Of that 42 million, I don't know, maybe 10 million actually went to the country. And then the other 32 million went to the military industrial complex to create new weapons. Um, so we can send the old shit to Ukraine. Um, so the calculating error came in when they appraised the weapons that they sent at the cost value. Again, um, the if someone who actually knows what's going on and like knows these words are going to be like, you're a fucking moron, but I'm doing my best here. Uh, so they appraised all the weapons they sent at the cost value instead of, of appraising them at the depreciation value, right? So like, Think about it in like a car. If you're going to sell someone, like if we were going to give a bunch of cars to Ukraine instead of guns, right? Say we took a bunch of 2017 Toyota Camrys, right? That their, their value is valued at $19,000 a pop. 
well, we credited or accounted, right, that the car we sent, every Camry we sent to this country was $19,000. When in reality, a 2017 Toyota Camry that is worth $19,000 brand new today in 2023, it may only be worth $16,000 or $15,000. So we, on the books, put the $19,000 mark versus the $15,000 mark. So that's how we over-reported what we sent. And now everyone is thrilled. And by everyone, I mean the military industrial complex, because this now means that the United States government can send more money <laughs> because they just they just found money, right? They just found free money. Um, and they're going to send even more of it. To these they companies. didn't find shit though. Well, yeah, it was in the budget. It was that they they budgeted incorrectly. Yeah, but they budgeted without tangible money. But yeah, I mean, it's the this government. sounds like a, this sounds like a ruse. Uh, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's a ruse because let's just say so. We're sending them twenty Toyota cameras, right? Yeah. And these 20 Camrys, they're 20 grand a piece. So 20 times 20,000, that's 400 grand, right? Yes. Yep. Now, in actuality, that's only worth 13 a piece at 20. That's 260,000. So that difference there is 140,000. The only problem is that's not money that's only in like a fucking tax line that they found this money or underreported this money it's not money like that like that's the thing is it's not like we're 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 arguing semantics here because yeah. Now, obviously, they have to so they got to compensate those companies correctly, which they may have or may not have. But yeah, they're going to be um, so if they went more. So yeah, so if they went to those companies and said, "Hey, we're going to give you the money for those twenty Camrys," I don't actually. You know what? I don't know how this works. I'm not good enough at like taxes and math. Because again, we're not we're not dealing with because we're not dealing with money, right? Or we're dealing with money on one end, but like a value on the other end. Yeah. So it's like the government pays. So I think the way it works is the government pays Lockheed Martin right x amount of dollars for twenty Toyota Camrys, and then. Lockheed then sends those Camrys to Ukraine. Yeah, but then the but, in but this... now we realize that yeah, how does that work? Because it doesn't if they work. Overpaid. It doesn't work. They're using this like that's why I'm saying it's it's a ruse. Yeah. So I I found an article online. I couldn't find it on Roka News, um, but I found the article online. It's three billion dollars that they over accounted for. 
but it and that's it but it's but it's not it's three thousand in fucking tax words yeah Cause it's not like we were supposed to give them a check. Like it's not like it like Congress approved giving them a check for 40 million, 40 billion, whatever. I don't know how many, I don't know what unit we're even fucking talking here. And then like, they just like, didn't get the money. That's not what happened. We're, we're talking like, we're talking like assets and yeah, like assets and depreciation and, you know, you're paying a company to do X, but receiving back Y. It's super fucking complicated. But someone would have to explain it better to me. I'm struggling to see how misvaluing commodities or tangible items. I'm struggling to see how miscalculating that now gives you more money. There isn't more money. There never was money. Yeah. Value's all fucked up. Yeah. I don't I I don't really know. I just trying to read this article really quickly. And it says uh the Pentagon said that it overcounted the value of weapons and other equipment uh sent to Ukraine by roughly three billion dollars. An error that means that more U.S. defense funds will now be available to support the effort. <laughs> so again, all this does is benefit the military-industrial complex because because now they're getting three billion dollars more of money. Well, at least it's better than just blindly going to another country. Yeah, that's true. I know. But I, I assume the military. <laughs> in, I mean, are those not American companies? Yeah, but they're kind of the reason why our government is fucked. There's a lot of reasons why our government's fucked. Yeah, I think it starts with the massive amount of money that these companies put it, pump into politics. But yeah, that's I, just I was, my I was see, I was going to blame politicians first and foremost. Yeah, certainly. I mean, they're taking the money and then they're now beholden to these people, right? Right. So like. This whole thing that, you know, so here, here's a, a perfect example in this exact article, um, why all politicians are cunts, because everyone feigns outrage when Joe Biden says he's going to send more money to Ukraine, right? Well, the Republicans, according to this article, it says the Pentagon's discovery drew fire from Republicans. Um, House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mike Rogers of Alabama, whatever, all this other person, released a joint statement that said the revelation of a $3 billion accounting error discovered two months ago and only shared today with Congress is extremely problematic, to say the least, right? So they're they're like, oh, yeah, this, this everyone's fucked. Yeah, this is awesome. You think like, oh, the Republicans are about to lay the hammer. Nope. Nope. Don't worry. Uh, because now they're saying these funds... In the same statement, these funds could have been used for extra supplies and weapons for the upcoming counteroffensive instead of rationing funds to last for the remainder of the fiscal year. Republicans then urged the administration to, quote, make up for this precious lost time by using more funds to provide Ukraine with more advanced weapons and systems. 
that can tip the conditions on the battlefield in their favor. So now you have the Republicans being like, we need to take all this money that we just found and send it to Lockheed and General Dynamics and Boeing and Raytheon because we have to. So something's, again, a rot- something's a rotten in Denmark. Yeah. You have the, the Democratic administration that everyone is poo-pooing on for everything they're doing about Ukraine. But then the second they find more money, you have Republicans saying, well, we have to send that money to, to these companies. We have to support Ukraine by sending money to, to General Dynamics. <laughs> right? Like that's literally what's happening. They're they're quite, and this is what like the average person probably has no idea, which is fine, right? Like it's not like a bad thing, but people don't understand that when they say they're sending $42 million to Ukraine this week, they're not, you know, putting $42 million in silver briefcases and shipping them over. Like they're sending like I said, probably $10 million is getting sent to their government earmarked. I know at one point stuff was earmarked for their pension funds. Like the United States, our tax dollars, you and I, our tax dollars, and all of you listening and watching on YouTube um, that are going to click subscribe and thumbs up, um, our tax dollars are paying for the pensions of government employees in the Ukraine right now. We are floating their government pension system. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. When our social security is uh, projected to run out by what, 2048 or something like that, um, we can't do anything to help the social security that's going to run out in you know 30 years, call it. Um, but we can float an entire country's um, government pension system. So remember that the next time the politicians are like, oh, yeah, no, we're for you. We care about you. They don't give a shit about you. They don't care about us. Never have. Um, They're literally, that was my original point. They're literally saying, we're going to help. It doesn't even need to be Ukraine, right? It's just because it's in the news. But we're going to help Ukraine by sending millions of dollars to Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Like where, like if you said that to an average person on the street, I know most people are stupid. I believe 98% of people are stupid. Um, if you, even that average person, if you were like, hey, do you think sending $15 million to Raytheon is a good way to help the Ukraine? I'd be willing to bet that at least five out of 10 people on the street would say no. Yet that is quite literally what's happening. Do we still stand with Ukraine? Are we still doing that? Yeah, man. You don't still have the flag in your bio, your Twitter bio. Are you a bigot? (laughs) Probably more than a bigot. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I guess you don't have to take it out. I was going to say people have to start swapping it out for the um, the gay flag starting in June, but they'll just add it in. So they'll just have like six different flags in their fucking Twitter bio. Why? What's happening in June? It's Pride Month. 
Uh, it's when uh, every major corporation pretends to like gay people. Which is another thing. Everyone's like, oh, what a dick. Like, why would you say that? Because it's true. Like, look at it for what it is. Every single major corporation, right, and sports team, they change their logo to be a rainbow, a rainbow tinted of their normal logo for the month of June. And they say, we're helping gay people. What are you actually doing? that's helping gay people besides making a new logo with a rainbow colored palette on it. One of my favorite things is as February starts winding down, the memes coming from black Twitter about black history month. (laughs) That's always usually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Like, oh, corporations going back to their offices on Monday when it's going to be March, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the hilarious part too, is you get the same thing for the end of June. You get, you know, like the memes, like the side-by-side memes, they'll show like whatever, like Home Depot, right? I don't know if they actually do this or if Home Depot actually does, but it's the first company that popped into my head. It'll be like June, June 1 through June 30. It's the Home Depot logo that's a rainbow color instead of orange. And then it's July 1st and it's Home Depot red, white, and blue now. And it's like flags and shit everywhere. And it's like, they're literally just doing it so you'll give them your money because they're afraid that if they don't do it, you won't spend money there. No, they actually care, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'm sure some people do, right? Like, I'm sure some companies give to causes and charities and help LGBTQ community. I'm sure there are some out there. But the vast majority of them probably don't. I hate to be that guy. um, But most likely... It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. (laughs) So there you have it. Everything sucks. Everybody and everything. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Um, ba, ba, ba. Oh, this is a fun one. I saw this today. Uh, so Germany is trying to press charges and arrest Roger Waters. The the lead singer of Pink Floyd. Yes. Oh, isn't he fucking way off the deep end now? Um, I don't know if he's way off the deep end. But um, so he's always been a political activist, right? Like all the way. That's what Pink Floyd does. That's, you know, the wall, like that album, like everything. They've always done, they've always been pretty outspoken um, and had political opinions. Now, as someone who is a very big fan of Pink Floyd, uh, and I do like Roger Waters, um, I think he actually is a very well-spoken, put-together guy. So 
This is funny. Did you actually hear somewhere that like he's gone off the deep end or did you just kind of like gather that? Um, I remember a while ago he was like rambling on and on about something. I don't really remember. It was a while ago. So I just naturally assumed that he was just fucking lost his mind. Yeah. So I would, well, I, I was going to say that that would most likely be like that control the narrative type of thing that the mainstream media does or, you know, still tries to do, but used to do a lot more where they just kind of like push this narrative. That's like, Oh yeah, no Roger Waters. He's crazy. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing stuff we don't like. Oh yeah. No Roger Waters is he's nuts. He's off the deep end. He's lost it. Um, when in reality, he's actually like pretty well put together and thoughtful. Um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple months ago. Um, and again, I've, Thoroughly enjoyed it. I think he's a very thoughtful individual. He has some strong political opinions, um, but you don't have to agree with them, right? They're just, they're his opinions on certain things. So that doesn't mean that he's right or wrong or indifferent. And um, again, to me, he makes pretty good fucking music and I enjoy his songs. So he got in trouble um, because he played a concert in Berlin and he wore an outfit that could be construed as a Nazi uniform. He wore a black trench coat with a red armband that had a, I think it's either a hammer and sickle or two hammers on the armband and he's been wearing this one outfit in his concerts for years. Like, it's like part of his act. Like, he's like, again, he's literally been doing it forever. But because he's been a little bit in the news recently, um, he shredded a reporter from CNN uh, a couple months ago also because the reporter tried to, like, ask him something and, like, get him in a corner and he absolutely just like landed facts on him about certain things. So a lot of people don't like him because they claim he's anti-Semitic. Um, but his thing is that he doesn't like the extreme violence that the nation of Israel um, engages in against Palestine. He just thinks that it's like bullying, basically. So he was in Germany, sang a concert, wore a black trench coat with a red armband that had two crossed hammers on it, or a hammer and sickle, whatever. Um, and now they're trying to arrest him in Germany. Because kind of read up on it. But yeah, I think people are grasping at straws. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I think everyone is just fucking soft. Yeah. They're kind of making like this, they're kind of making some leaps. Like. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you really can't draw the lines here because it's like 
So I think part of the like part of the issue too. So it's part the costume, it's part his criticism of Israel. Um, I guess one of the venues that he performed at was like um a landmark for Kristallnacht or whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's like I mean, I got a couple questions. If that venue's so problematic, why is it still standing? Yeah. That was like 85 years ago. Fucking knock it down. Yeah. Also, I mean, again, my history might be a little off. Also, I wasn't there, but uh, I'm pretty sure at least, you know, all of Germany was somewhat involved in one way or another in whether the Holocaust or the war itself. So to single out one spot and be like, this one spot is is associated with Kristallnacht. And it's like, okay, but then isn't everything else in this area also with Kristallnacht? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, isn't this other air like Berlin, right? Like, okay, are you not allowed to go to East Berlin anymore because it was under Russian occupation? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, well, you know, you can't perform in that arena because that's in East Berlin and everyone knows what East Berlin used to be. Like, okay, but like, aren't we past that? Oh, see, I believe they knocked down the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that that would be like going up to someone and being like, oh, this house that you live in? Yeah, an SS officer used to live in this house. How dare you? It's like, okay, that was I mean, 85 yeah, years ago. If we're going to do that, knock it fucking down. Exactly. Yeah, to your point. Like, I, yeah, that's just dumb. Like, oh, this one venue is associated with Kristallnacht. Okay, I'm sure a million other fucking places in the country were also associated with Kristallnacht. Like, literally anything that was built prior to 1945 probably had some fucking, you know, something to do with something. And even the new stuff, right? Like, if they built, like, a brand new soccer stadium in 2010 somewhere, there's a solid chance that the area that the soccer field was built on has some connection to something fucked up. Right. It's like, if you want to play this game, like we can play this game. Like, it's just this really fucking stupid game to play. Yeah. So again, like the article, I kind of tried to rip through quickly. It just, yeah, it seems to, again, it seems like people are just grasping at straws. Yeah. And like it's like one of those things too, where it's like, oh well, you know, well don't have him here. It's like, all right, well we already signed a contract. Like, generally those are legally binding. <laughs> yeah, typically. So people were pissed about that again. The costume thing. Now my own. Now I will say, black trench coat, red armband. Couldn't have worn anything else. Yeah. Like, had to wear that in Germany. Yeah. Like, just had to. I mean, it It did say in the article that I read that he's been wearing that same outfit for years. No problem. But you had to wear it in Germany and expected it not to be a fucking thing. I mean, maybe he's worn it in Germany before. If he's been wearing it for years, 
maybe he wore it before, but like now all of a sudden they're trying to go after him, right? Like, who knows? We don't know. I haven't been in any concerts, any Roger Waters concerts in Germany. So like, who's to oh, say that like any, three years been... ago, he didn't do a concert in Germany and wear the same outfit, but because things were different three years ago, like the news was different, right? They, no one said anything. Well, it wouldn't have been three years ago because that was COVID. It would have been. It would have been a long time ago. You call it like four or five years ago. My only thing, if you don't want controversy, and you can do certain things to change that, then do it. Yeah, like this is because this is the thing. The costume doesn't matter, but it's a fucking problem. So yeah, I mean, dude, this thing's like. Understood, like it's not a Nazi uniform, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Or at least sets the, uh, gives sets off the not, get, yeah. give, gives off the, the vibes. Yeah. And that's so. the thing. He's like, oh, let's, you know, again, it's like arguing semantics. I wear this all the time. It's like, yeah, man, but like, did you fucking have to? No, you know what you did though, because you're so much fucking smarter than everybody else. That like <laughs> that's why. And it's like, no, you did because you know it's not an issue. Except you know what? You're smart enough. You know it's a fucking issue, and you could have not fucking worn it, but you did anyway. Yeah. So here we fucking are. Yep. Like people don't like you anyway, and then you do that. So you're just fucking trolling these people. That's all you're doing. That's basically what he's doing so then when they come back at you now it won't it won't amount to anything but when they come back at you there's no surprise now like this is how this goes right yeah i mean like you said he knows what he's doing he knows exactly what he's doing but then yeah on like on the other side of it it's like well you know he performed at this venue it's like well why the fuck is it if it's so bad why is it still a venue yeah like, you know, like, but you can never win with these people because no. even if, even if they do knock it down and build a new venue in the same spot, you're like, well, it's the same spot. This no. this one spot. This is or, what happened. Or, or you're erasing, um, you're erasing what happened to those Jewish people. Yeah. 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 So you can never win. Cause it would be like, almost like, um, like knocking down like a, like a slave quarters here and it's like well it's disrespectful to them it's like so having the slave quarters is bad and using it for anything would be bad yeah but knocking it down is bad yeah what do you want yeah exactly when did germans become such pussies by the way um was it like right around 1949 i was gonna say somewhat recently <laughs> probably within i mean probably yes after you know in the 50s but i think I'd say more, more more like what the 89 when the yeah i would say down. more so in the last like 30 40 30 to 40 years they became massive fucking pussies which i think the wall came down in was it 89 something like Ish. that yeah. plus or minus i call it the last 30 years they became massive vaginas. 
Yeah. So. It's like the fucking Nihilus in the Big Lebowski. <laughs> uh, all right. One, uh, one more thing before we wrap it up here. Um, so I recently, uh, again, I don't know when this episode is coming out. I think it's coming out next Monday. But recently went to um, a golf simulator for... The first time. So I went to X Golf uh in Lincoln. Um shout out to Mary, uh listener of the show. She got us uh a gift card to there, I think for Christmas. Yeah, I think for Christmas. Um, because I think me, Nick, and Dan all got one. So we went, uh Amy and I went Friday. Um Unfortunately, things didn't go too hot for her with the whole, you know, being pregnant thing. Um, swinging a golf club didn't last very long. So it ended up being me um, swinging a golf club for an hour and a half. Um, but I took some time to do some practice, like at the range, uh, to, you know, see distances and spin rate and all that shit that you can see and attack angle and whatever. Um, and then I played at Pebble virtually, right? Um, and a Amy putted for me. So I would just play like, you know, whatever tee in the fairway. And then when it was putting time, she would putt. So I also could take a little bit of a break because swinging a golf club nonstop for a while is very fucking exhausting. Um, so all in all, um, pretty cool experience. It's just, I think I did it wrong, <laughs> right? Like if I were going to go strictly to practice again, to see like, you know, club head speed, ball speed, like that. So if I wanted to get like a real technical practice session in, I would probably only book 30 or 60 minutes, right? Like I had it for an hour and a half thinking that like Amy and I would go and, you know, we would, you know, warm up a little bit and then like play at a course, right? Like virtually. Um, 90 minutes was way too long to basically play by myself. Um, so I think I would, I, I mean, I know I would go back and do it again, but I would just have to plan better, right? Again, I mean, we had no idea that, you know, her back was going to fucking seize up and she wasn't going to be able to actually swing a golf club. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I would just need to do it better. Like if I was going to be there for like an hour and a half to two hours, I would want to play with multiple people. Um, again, just because swinging a golf club that much <laughs> gets really fucking tiring. Um, <clears throat> so so yeah, again, simulators pretty fucking cool. Um, I think I'll probably utilize them obviously a little bit more in the winter, but then obviously everyone does, so they get busy. But um, I think it's cool to be able to see things like club head speed and ball speed and um, what's it what's it actually called? It's not called attack angle, but it's like the deviation in your swing, whether you're swinging like out to in or into out, like what is that? that called? Okay. So that's club path. That's club path. Okay. 
Um, a- angle of attack is is vertical. Like you're you're either coming like into it or like with the driver, you're swinging up with it. Right. So I know I know that. Um, but um, yeah. So club path is which way? That's like all the out to in whatever. Right. Right. So like that part is helpful to me. Like all that stuff. So the spin rate is whatever. Like it. Don't really mean a ton to me, um, but I do like being able to see those like advanced stats. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll I'll probably utilize it a little bit more in the winter, um, just to see things like that. Um, but yeah, also again, I just need to plan better. <laughs> yeah, simulator can be tough. I always, I don't love, I don't really love the simulator for practice. I like um, playing it for fun. That's how I always, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I believe, like, I have a running hypothesis that I swing differently inside than out. Yeah. So that so I don't, don't want to blame. Thing. I don't want to blame the technology because the technology only reads what it reads. Now, some yeah. technology can be better than others, but it only reads what it reads. So. Yeah. It's like, well, I never do this. I never do this. I never do this. It's like, yeah, man, but it keeps happening and you fucking do it in here for whatever reason. Yeah, I did notice that. I don't know if it was like the turf or what, but some weird things were happening, like with the swing, like it was, I don't know, like it it just, it wasn't even like being at a range, right? Like even being at a driving range, like I can hit the ball fine and Edgar on turf still, but I don't know if it was because it was a different kind of turf in here or like if it's just like the close setup or whatever, but there was definitely some like weird differences I noticed going on. Um, yeah, it's a good thing you brought that up because I did think about that um, and I forgot to make a point of it, but yes, I agree with you that it gets a little weird sometimes with the simulator. I don't know if it's because it sits on at least at this place. Um, Do you know what technology it was? You I don't. don't. Have to. I don't know. Um, I would imagine it was either a GC or a Trackman. Like I don't. I figure it's... it might not be because simul simulator software is different than launch monitor software. Oh, okay. Um, also, those are really fucking expensive too, and I think there was They're six all... bays. If it was like They're twenty, super yeah, if that's twenty grand to pop, and you got six of those. Bro, that's, to build a fucking bay is like a hundred grand. Yeah, that's wild. Um, Which one? So, X Golf and Lincoln. You didn't go to Walpole, right? No, no. <clears throat> go ahead. But but yeah, so the 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 mat that you have to hit it off of is different than the mat that you stand on. It's like a separate piece. I don't know. It's it's a little strange, right? It takes some getting used to. Um, but you know. Like I said, all in all, uh, generally positive experience for my first time at a a public simulator, right? Obviously, I've used the one that you guys, I used the SkyTrack at your gym a million times. Um, but that was also like range practice, right? Like I didn't like play a course or anything with that. So yeah. I wonder if they have their own thing. NEX oh. technology. 
Could be. <clears throat> Worldwide golf. Yeah, I don't know what they use. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, The cool thing, though, is like I was fucking around at one point with the driver and I got the uh, I got the club head speed up to 111. <laughs> so that's uh, the fastest it got. But I mean, I'm swinging like a dickhead. Yep. But I think I was consistently right around between like 100 to 105 on average. So I don't know what that usually translates to. I mean, ideally, right? It's smash factor, right? You would get somewhere around 150 mile an hour ball speed yeah. out of that. If you I don't know a, all a like perfect... the multiple. Yeah, I don't know all the multipliers yeah. either. It's yeah. like, I want to say it might be like 2.4 for club head speed, but it depends on how you strike it. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like people that know it's wild. Like if you tell them the ball speed, they'll tell you exactly how far the ball went. And they'll be pretty fucking close, right? Like if you're like, oh, this was 151 ball speed. Like, oh, yeah, I want to say it's like 1.8. Yeah, you went uh, 270 yards. 50 times. And it's like pretty fucking close. Again, I don't know that information, but I've heard some people talk like that. Yeah, I want to say it's like 1.8. Yeah. Makes but like, sense. You're, the how you launch the ball can change that, though. Right. Right. Because like you can get 150 ball speed with the fucking face. 12 degrees closed, swinging out to in, and it's a dead right. fucking pole. Right, right. So, yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. Like Never been to X Golf. I've been to a few simulators and I've used a few launch monitors. Yeah. They piss yeah. me off. They're they're just like such like they're just like such a bummer because for me it always comes back to it's not real golf. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I want to play real golf. Yeah. Yeah. But winter, fine. I don't know. It's hard for me. It's like, would I rather go to the simulator or would I rather just fucking not? And I don't know. Yeah. Because I also don't hit well off mats. Because generally I come into the ball a little bit steeper with my irons, and you can't do that with a mat. Right. Right. So yeah, like I said, I certainly will go back at some point. Um, but like I said, I think it's you have to. It's got to be the right setting, right? Shorter time if it's just a straight like range practice session, or the longer time if you're going with like two, three, four people, um, to make it so you're not fucking dying. <laughs> yeah, it's sneaky how long it can take too. Is it? Hour and a half. It it probably takes like three hours to play eighteen holes with four people. Nah, eh, maybe less. I don't know why. It's like sneaky long. Yeah. <clears throat> but in uh, other news of less than ideal golf, I imagine you saw the top the top golf net up. I when did. You drove up, when you drove up the other day. Yeah. Yeah. We're moving along here. Yeah, I don't know when it's supposed to actually be open, but... Yeah, I think I saw the fall. That would make sense. Yeah. So that'll be 
absolutely insane for probably three months. And then, uh, then it'll just be regular busy. <laughs> yeah, then while. it'll just, be, then it'll just be cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do have the heated bays, but like, I don't know. Still cold. Yeah. It's still really fucking cold. Like when it's the middle of January and it's 12 degrees outside, like I don't care. Still cold. I, I don't care about a heated bay. It's and God forbid the wind cold. is coming at you. Oh yeah. No good things. fucking luck. Cause those, yeah. th- those things do get cooking, but like not that, not that hot. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll finally have top golf in Massachusetts again to use it for about eight months out of the year. <laughs> but at least we'll have it. <clears throat> uh, so you want to wrap things up? We can wrap this up. All right. Um, so do you like Kalamata olives? I do. I actually love Kalamata olives. Good. Those are my favorite olives. Glad, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because you so, hate them. No, I actually really like them as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Michaela, not a fan. She's not an olive guy. Doesn't make her a bad person. Just fact of the case. Yeah. So. Well, that's the olive theory from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen this show oh, or heard it's of like this. Every, I think it's like every successful relationship they claim has one person that loves olives and one person that hates <laughs> olives. Does so Amy that hate when olives? The, Amy hates olives, yeah. <laughs> so that when um so that when you get them in a store or what or uh, like on a salad at a restaurant, all of the olives go to one person. I don't know. It's a it was a fucking sitcom. Like anyone out there that's like, what the fuck? I don't know, dude. It was a sitcom yeah, from like take it up with them. the 2010s. Like, go take it up with with Jason Siegel. <laughs> um so I like olives. <clears throat> So I go when, so the last few times she's been away, I've made like a stripped down Putinesca, which Putinesca, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's nasty. And I remember, uh, Jaimo's father made it one time and it was fucking lights out. It was so fucking good when he made it. And I don't know how he did it. I've tried to make it since. It's not as good. <laughs> um, so I was on Instagram one day, and I think the guy's name's like Carlo Gaiano or something. He's Italian. It's like the fucking the fucking shit's in Italian. So I've got this fucking recipe that's in Italian, not even like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only do I would I have to use translate to figure out what the ingredients actually are, but um everything's like grams and fucking shit like that (laughs) so he made a sauce um cherry tomatoes cut them in half Mm -hmm. kalamata olives like like so oil garlic start with that yeah uh throw that in some capers uh, some tomato paste, let it cook down. Then you cook your pasta, add the pasta water. That starts to make it like more cohesive, whatever. And I noticed that he didn't have the anchovies in there because I made a puttanesca when she was gone one time. And I'm like, you know, I thought I didn't mind anchovies, but 
I'm getting bites of this Putinesca that is just fucking like wrong. Like something's not right. Whether yeah. I didn't prepare it correctly. Right. Something went wrong here and I don't like it. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw his recipe and I was like, oh, there's no anchovies. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And then I think I like forgot to buy capers one day or thought I had capers or something. And then I realized I don't like those either. So I fucking left those out too. <laughs> so now I make this, I make this sauce. It's just like oil, garlic, cherry tomatoes cut in half. Um, Kalamata olives, tomato paste. And I just like pasta water or whatever. And I really like it. Cause I mean, I like, again, I like the olives. So I was making it on Friday. She wasn't here. And I'm like fucking hungry because I like I worked. I went shopping and now I got to like make dinner. So I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm hungry. So I'm like cutting the tomatoes. You know, I still have some left, you know, got the olives. I'm making the food, whatever. So I take like the rest of the olives and the rest of the tomatoes, dump it in a bowl, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of cheese, like whatever. <laughs> so needless to say, the jar of olives is gone Easily. between yeah. the sauce and me eating them. Absolutely gone. And the food came out good. So I made the pasta. I split it like I ate half of what I made and then to save the other half for the next day. Again, olives are gone. Tomatoes are gone. Next day, my stomach is in fucking shambles. <laughs> I was like, wow. I go, I either super fucking dehydrated myself or that's just like too many olives for human consumption. And it's probably way too much fat. Like the olive oil, the olives, like all of the fat probably just fucking turned your GI track into a slip and slide. I kind of forgot that olives are cured in fat. They're cured in oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> fuck, man, dude. Like, it was tough. It was tough. My stomach was fucking rocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you. But, but I mean, delicious, right? But I'm the sure. rest, I would say the recipe is pretty good. Yeah, I might I might try that now. Let me uh Yeah, can you send it I to me? I think I got it saved. It's in Italian though. <laughs> <laughs> just watch honestly, just watch the video and disregard his portion sizes. Yeah, that'll work. Easy enough. This is it. Yeah, this is it. And the one I'm sending you, um I don't use capers because I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably modify it too. So, all right, I'll check that out. Uh, my final thought, uh, I'll be a relatively quick one. Um, so Amy and I were watching the show that we just finished uh, this past weekend called Citadel. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. And it was very good. Um, so it stars Richard Madden, uh, which is... Um, which one was he? Shit. He wasn't Todd Flanders from Game of Thrones, but he was the other one. He was the other brother. 
Oh, um, God. I don't even remember that. He was Rob Stark. <laughs> For anyone that didn't listen to this show when we were watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? There were Todd too many Flanders fucking people. Yeah, Game there were too many people. I couldn't keep up with that shit. Yeah. Cliff Notes was Bob created new character titles for all the people in Game in a, of Thrones. In a way that I could remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jon Snow was Todd Flanders. Because um, he was because Ned was his father. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Nightman. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Stark was uh, was was Jon Snow's brother. He was a pretty popular character on the show. So Rod uh, Flanders. Rod Flanders. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. No, uh, because maybe... I think didn't he die in like that? Um, the wedding. Okay. Yeah. So he. I never saw that that episode, and that's that was fairly early on, right? Yeah, season three, the end of season. So that three. was season three, and you know. I know you picked and chose, picked and chose. What the fuck is that English? Yeah. <laughs> I know you like, I know you've watched, like you watched it a bunch, but I think like when I was like around in Mansfield, you were like picking and choosing which episodes you probably yeah. put that one on. I assume you did. Yeah. Um, I just probably wasn't paying attention. Yeah. It was to get ready for the final season. I think it was. Hey, good um, thing you geared up. Yeah, I know. Right to get let down um so yeah Although was it the, was it the whole season bad or was it just the the final episode um no it was like the last two episodes and to be fair me personally um i think it was fine like it was rushed you could tell i think they only did seven episodes and like most seasons were i think eight nine or ten episodes um like as a, as the seasons went on, they got shorter. I think the first few seasons were ten, um, and then like maybe season seven was eight episodes, uh, and then season eight, the final ep- this final season was only seven episodes. But um, again, I think I think it was mostly fine. But that's uh, beside the point. Um, so Richard Madden is in it, and he stars with. Um, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, who's married to one of the Jonas brothers. Um, she's great. Uh, Richard Madden is awesome. I like him in a lot of things that he's been in. And also Stanley Tucci is in it as well. Um, so, I mean, Stanley Tucci's been in a million things. Uh, so basically, quick synopsis is like, it's a it's a spy show. And it's like, traditional like action spy crazy you know espionage stuff um and there's a lot of weird shit that happens and there's a there's a crazy like twist and turn there's a there's a couple small twists but there's like a massive twist at the end um that was pretty good like it tied it all together so my only critique of this show is that I wish it was longer, like whether the episodes were longer or there were more of them. I could have used a little bit more development in like either the characters or the plot or whatever, just like in general, um, because it was only six episodes long and every episode is like somewhere between like 45 minutes to an hour. So they're all like hour less episodes. So it's really easy to like, if you wanted to binge watch it in a day, 
like you could get through it. It's going to take you less than six hours um, to get through all six episodes. So it can be done in a day, um, but it, it feels like so much happened, but like nothing happened at the same time, right? Like that's that's just kind of like my biggest critique of it is that like, I know we said this for when we were reviewing the um, like the the Marvel, the Netflix Marvel shows, we were like, oh, it was 13 episodes. It probably could have been 10. Um, this was six episodes and it probably could have been eight. Like they probably could have done done well making it eight episodes, given a little bit more substance and like not rushing through some of the things at times. But even that said, it was still a great show. Like I still really enjoyed it. Again, that was my only critique of it. And it's not a big one. Um, so again, it's called Citadel. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, and now all six episodes are out. And because it, it was one of those where, like, they released one a week um, for six weeks, and the last one just came out last weekend. So obviously, we're done with it. Um, yeah, it's great. So now, like I said, if you wanted to watch it, you could watch them all in a day. I had to wait six weeks <laughs> and watch each one. So good show. Check it out. I recommend it. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for, for joining us here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe uh, and then the like button. Tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, if you're an audio-only listener as well, you can do the same thing. Uh, like, rate, review. Um, again, tell people, tell everybody. Um, you can get us on Instagram at SarcasmSpeaksPod, on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks, Facebook page of Sarcasm Speaks, our website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch, uh, buy some moon brew that I talked about at the top of the episode uh, with that promo code, Jared16159. And then you can go to grillyourassoff.com and use the promo code SarcasmPod to get 10% off your entire order every single time you check out. Uh, great stuff at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, and then you can go to mybookie.com, use the same promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, until next time, good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.